found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome uh, to the Ken Miller Show. It's a Tuesday. Trent Connor and myself with you until 2 o'clock. I had more energy, Trent, to start the show than I thought I would. <laughs> kind of a little down in the dumps here today. At least I was till the red light went on. Uh, great pick-me-up, and I need one after that debacle last night at the corner of Portage Avenue and Donald Street in Winnipeg. Not good. 4 nil, 4 zip. Never in it. Uh, the good guys were never in the game last yeah, night. Yeah, I watched. Uh, didn't watch, I don't think, a lick of the third, but I watched a lot of the second. Opportunities there yeah, for your Jets. Some, uh, Pecorino was really good he last was. night. He was. Uh, really, really good last night. Predators uh, move on now. They're with, the, well, Game 7. I mean, mm-hmm. we'd all love Game 7s, right? Right. Um, I'm not sure I'm going to like it as much as I <laughs> profess to like Game 7s over the years because I never had a team in a Game 7. Before, uh, but the Capitals win. They knock off the Penguins last night, so the Eastern Conference final is set. Lightning and Caps, and they will determine who will face the uh, Golden Knights on Thursday night, uh, seven o'clock in Nashville. At least it's an early early puck drop, which is good for us old timers. That that eight forty start time did not work tough. out. Well. Yeah, it's never it's never eight thirty, right? It was right, eight forty five, right. I think, when they dropped the puck last night. For the, um, but anyways, um, lots of ground to cover today. We do. We got a lot of different things to get into. NBA playoffs. Well, you know what? Also, too, uh, uh, NBA. We will talk, and we will talk about the. Um, I mean, some teams just have some teams mm-hmm. number, right? And we're, we're we saw that again. Toronto Raptors. I saw a map. I think it was Darren Rovell had a map of Canada. They started, of course, British Columbia and Alberta and Saskatchewan and Manitobas were moving from west to east. Brontario. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. That is good. He certainly owns the city of Toronto. Yes. Um, and, and again, last night, I mean, look, this was the number one seed, Trent. It looked as though they were lucky to get in as an eight seed. They played like that. I mean, they've just got, they're in their heads. Yeah. It's a mental block. and It's like Yankees twins. You're familiar with that one. Uh, you got to bring that up. I'm, I'm, team's finally starting to play well, and you got to bring up that debacle again. But, no, it, it's true. And... You know, I said this, oh, I don't know when it was, maybe a week or two back. I think it might have been on the heels of that Yankees-Twin series. But I think it bears repeating because I love analytics. I, I'm not I'm not going to sit there and actually crunch numbers myself. But I like to read articles when they you're seeing this and the reason for it is because of this. And diving a little bit deeper than just looking at the box score. Mm, you know what? I scan right by him. <laughs> you you I, do. I really do. You do. Yeah. It doesn't do it for you. See, No, for, I think it's probably an age thing. Honestly, yeah. I think it probably is. I mean, we never had analytics when I grew up watching sports, right? I don't need to know that a home a ball left a guy's bat at 114, and it's the hardest or hit ball of the year or the the launch angle. Now, yes. it, who gives a damn? Did it clear the fence? Was it caught? I mean, I don't know how we got by through sports until the analytics became a thing, right? But you're getting we managed a, a deeper meaning. I guess, yeah, I guess, and maybe a better way to predict and. I'm also in the predicting business. Yes, so. you are. And you back to your credit, you do more than pre- in the predicting business. You actually put your hard-earned money behind right. trying to solve that puzzle. So that that's probably also a part that plays into it. But there is this piece that you can't put in a computer. There, there's no algorithm to figure out why Toronto can't beat Cleveland. Mm-hmm. There's no algorithm that the Twins basically play 
200 baseball, which, I mean, is impossible even for the worst baseball teams against the Yankees mm-hmm. over this long stretch. You know, you, you look through over the last 15 years, you know, the names are completely different. Torrey Hunter You're right. is not on the Twins but team. Can, you know what? Can we talk about Torrey Hunter? Yes. This isn't going to be popular. I don't like him in the booth. I don't like him, period. Oh, good. I thought you would be all over me. No, on no, I, no, no. I go on to, oh, Torrey Hunter's doing the game. Oh, I love Torrey. Oh, he's... Torrey Hunter's awful. Torrey Hunter was a great baseball player. Yes, he was. Phenomenal. Had mm-hmm. to be a great teammate. I mean, all the praise about Torrey Hunter and whatever team he played on, right? Mm-hmm. But as a broadcaster, ugh. His impending free agent year with the Twins, and everybody knew the Twins weren't going to be able to re-sign him. Right. I got so annoyed because every time I'd flip on the, go to the website for the Star Tribune or the Pioneer Press. When they were free. When they're free. <laughs> yeah. You'd go there in the article and it would be, all right, they're heading out to L.A. They're heading to New York. Wherever it may be, I'd love to play for this organization. They're so well run. Just on and on and on. The Twins are in the midst mm. of a playoff run And he's that still time. wearing that uniform. And he is talking about well, how great these cities. It turned me off, and, and he is beloved wow. by me. And other Twin fans I talk to about it, they don't have the same line of thinking. But I am not a Tory Hunter fan. Justin Morneau, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I like when Morneau is up there. But And Hunter, I do chuckle from time to time. I, him and Bremer together are pretty good. But That was the team last night. That, that still bothers me to this day, the way that he handled himself in his, free, in his walk year. It bothers me, mm-hmm. and I probably will never Already get over starting it. to flirt before. Uh, yes, you know the yes. marriage had been annulled or whatever. <laughs> uh, Twins were good last night. They though. were, and look, I, I probably I don't know if I watched half the game, but I watched enough of the game to form an opinion on it. Your kid can pitch. That's, that's a, Romero. That's that's my main takeaway from the game last night. Although they're hitting the ball too, the Twins mm-hmm. were at least last night that they were. But Romero, my God, Trent. Ninety-eight. You gotta be. You gotta be ecstatic that this kid's a Minnesota Twin and will be for the foreseeable future. Solidly built. We're not talking about a young, hundred and eighty-pound, you know, kind of guy up there firing. He's he's got a solid frame mm-hmm. to him. Tons of movement. Everything that he throws moves. And there's going to be times that he's going to run into control issues. And really, that's the negative that you heard throughout. But it's funny. Baseball prospectus, Baseball America. You know, their top one hundred list. He was in there for the most part, but towards the back end of it. But the Minnesota, you know, our friends up at the Twins Daily with Nick Nelson and that group of guys up there, they've always been much higher than anybody nationally on him. The people that saw him day in and day out, what he could become. And, and hey, it's two starts in. Things can certainly change very quickly. But if he continues so to reign so in the good. control. Oh, he hasn't given up a run. Right. Against two pretty decent offenses. Yeah. Blue Jays and the Cardinals. Yep. I, and with, so let me help me out with this one because um your Twins are about to take the field at Bush Stadium here they in about are. 10 minutes, not even 5 minutes. Uh, Monday Monday night game, Tuesday day game, getaway game. What's behind that? That's odd. It's incredibly odd. I mean, how many Tuesday day games do we see over the course of a baseball season? Not very, a handful. Maybe, yeah. You get Wednesday getaways and if you're playing a four game or Thursday, mm-hmm. you know, day games, but on a Tuesday, it doesn't make a lick of sense. They don't play tomorrow. They have an off day, which will be their first. Which is in really a long strange. Time. But then they go out to L.A. for the Angels. But but how many teams get the, get Wednesday off? I mean, right, that's a rarity in right. of its own self. You usually get Thursday off, right. or sometimes Monday off, but not Wednesday. It's who knows. Schedule makers came up with it. I don't know if because of their series in Puerto Rico, if that messed well, with maybe. the series a little bit here. They'll play St. Louis again next week up in Target Field for a two-game set. 
uh, as they face off against the Cardinals again. But yeah, just a, a quirk in the scheduling here. But hey, we get day baseball. I got no problem with Bonus that. Bonus for you. You know, yes. speaking of quirks in the schedule, um, af- after the uh, the fish leave uh, Wrigley Field, they have a day game tomorrow. Uh, Cubs woke up last night. The yes. Bats did. And they tapped the brakes a little bit. I mean, it's the Marlins. Um, Pretty good young about, pitcher, though, for the Marlins. He was good up until yesterday. I, yeah. I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you there. Um, but the White Sox, they play the White Sox this weekend, a three-game set, and then they don't see the White Sox. I mean, wasn't this always a two games at Wrigley, two games at, at I guess it was U.S. Cell, right. right, for the longest time? Um, now it's pay your mortgage or whatever the hell Movement, it's called. Movement mortgage, no, whatever it's called, yeah. Something mortgage, guaranteed rate. There you go. You got um, it. <laughs> it stuck with you better than me. Yeah. But but they don't see them until the last weekend of September for the three games. That, that is weird. Play. That That's is really weird. There's some there's some quirks to the schedule yeah. this year. All right, uh, let's do a couple of minutes on the NBA. Uh, we're going to do we're going to take a closer look. Chris Monter, who has for years, will cover the combine. This is how he makes his living, right? He uh, does a lot on um, on the draft, mm-hmm. uh, and he's going to be here. I, I you know when we had our discussion yesterday about Wigington and Tyler Cook. Um, I was sitting in my chair yesterday, and I was like, you know what? Why don't we get Chris Monter to talk about these two guys and, and a few of them more? Kanate's the kid for me, Trent. I mean, of the of the <laughs> non-locals, of course I want Tyler Cook and Wigington to come back. Right. I want Kanate to come back. I would love watching him play with West Virginia. Um, and, I, and I hope we, as college basketball fans, we... Uh, get to see him one more year in college because he's such a rim. He's a rim disruptor, is what he is. And he's not just any shot blocker, but the two hand shot block. I mean, That's just, crazy. He's straight up is. in the air and wham! Like he's almost like he's almost going up at the net and volleyball. Right, right, yeah. He's he's so much fun to watch. That's a good one that you'll see there, and it'll be good to get the thoughts of Chris of, of the local guys. Uh, our buddies over at the Athletic. I don't know if you saw the piece they put together. Every underclassman, two hundred and sixty three, mm-hmm. I think. That have declared, they have a write up, really on two hundred and fifty of them out of the two hundred and sixty. When, when did that come up? Do you know? I read it yesterday. So it, I haven't seen it. I'll, yes, I'll, I'll go look. go to the what is it? The field house. The field house. Yeah. Go over there. I mean, run through guys that the should stay. The content's amazing. They have have they hired an agent? Have they not projected where they're going to go? So obviously ran through the the main names at the top. Mm-hmm. Went looked at Cook and and Wigington, but what was the what was their take on both of uh, those two? They both need to come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's they have them in that category need need to come back for more seasoning. But the biggest takeaway for me of that is they wrote like I said, say two fifty of the two sixty three. One of the thirteen guys they didn't write about. Isaiah Moss. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even get a sentence. And the kid from Purdue that averaged two points right. this year. I yes. can't think of his yeah. name. Right? Two points, one rebound. And, yeah. and he's getting some uh, some feedback from the NBA. It was just ridiculous. The other NBA game last night, Sixers and uh, Celtics. Um, I'm glad we get an extra game now. This, right. The series switch is, switches back to Boston. It's been competitive in Boston. At least one of the games was, if memory serves. They all seem to run together. Yeah. Um, wasn't there an overtime game in Boston? Was, was that was that game three? That was game three. Game three. Yes. Well, re- regardless, we'll we'll get another opportunity to see this series extend for a while before we decide who's going to play on, um, at Cleveland in the uh, in the East. But look, Sixers were good yesterday, and the Celtics. Maybe I'm not saying that um, they you know the, the, this run that they're on all of a sudden ended, but for one day at least, we we saw the Sixers and, and Ben Simmons who needed to make amends for. 
you know, disappointing game early in the season, had a good game as well as a lot of guys did. The updated series uh, odds came out late last night. I, I sat and stared at it for a long time. Plus 375. For Philly to win the next three? For Philly. Now, it'd be better. You just take the money line and take your winnings and do it three and parlay, times. And right? Parlay yeah, it. Yeah. And you should have started Roll last night over. if you're thinking about you doing that. Yeah. But I, I looked at it for a long time. Didn't fire, but looked at it for a long time. I, I still think the Celtics will find a way. You know, game five back at home. But this is a depleted team. Mm-hmm. And Sixers, with that young talent, they gain a little bit of momentum. But but how about Morris last night as <laughs> You, you got they get after it, don't they? Oh, and just mouthy. And... The trash talk is unbelievable. I would love to sit close to courtside, yes, just to hear some some of the uh, you know the guys that are really good, a next level trash talkers, mm-hmm. of which he's clearly one of them. The flash in the three zero back at Embiid. Yes, yes. I mean, that anybody and I was known to run my mouth a little bit. I was cocky, for, especially for how limited I was athletically. Right. But there are a couple of things that could shut you up very quickly. If I was on that end, I think somebody flashed a 3 at me. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to go back to the other end of the court. <laughs> that was excellent last night. And Cleveland, I mean, what more can we say? I know. Maybe everybody played well. Smith. LeBron, did you see his numbers? He shot 17% from the three-point range. Mm. He shot 57% from the free-throw line. And they still sweep the number one seed. Yeah, and, and it was never a game. So... Does that mean we start to give them a shot in the Trent, finals? I'm, I'm convinced there's a switch. I'm convinced there's yeah. a switch. And they just, you know, they, look, they, they've played, well, them and Golden State have played more basketball than anybody. You would have to think that eventually that's going to take its toll, all mm-hmm. of those playoff games uh, combined with all those 82-game seasons. I think that they coasted yeah. through some of the regular season schedule. Because I really do. Because they can. Yeah. And we're we're seeing what what this just how good LeBron can be. I don't know if you saw the piece on Saturday Night Live, the other Cavaliers. I I haven't. It is. I mean, it is so. It is really well done, but it's so accurate, right? Because it is him and the other Cavaliers. And I don't know if you saw the GIF or the GIF, whatever the hell, the, where you know there's a bunch of guys in black suits running beside the limo when lebron's going out to get a coffee in the morning it's it's really i mean it it truly is this is this is a team sport but one guy is just dominating and carrying that team like few others have and like it, my michael had help lots of help my, lots of help he had a top 50 player all time and Scottie pippen next yeah, to him and, and ron harper was a hell of a player and dennis rodman could go up and grab and whoever the other guy was the fill in guy at the time Oh my! You know we should get Bobby Hansen on to talk about this. I'm going to reach out to Bobby Hansen. There you go. Try and line him up for tomorrow because he's got to be. Maybe he's got to take on all of this. It's a good call. Yeah, I think we should do that tomorrow. Let's talk a little more hoops with our man Monter. We haven't talked to Chris in a while, and like in a year. I I love talking with Chris. We will do that. We'll get his take on uh, Tyler Cook and on Lindell Wigington and a bunch of guys. Uh, we'll try and keep it Big Ten, Big Twelve. Well, it's, we'll say we're going to do that, but yeah. we always deviate. you never know. Uh, we'll come back with Chris Monter on the other side. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Connor, myself until two on seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker seventeen hundred KBGG. Boom. 
Hey guys, Trent Condon here again. You've heard me talking about New Leaf Wellness. Maybe you thought about checking it out. Now's the time. Coming up on Thursday, New Leaf Wellness is having an open house. Thursday, May 10th from 9 until 5. This is your chance to learn what New Leaf Wellness can do for you, including their hormone therapy and their weight loss program. You'll also be able to enjoy some healthy snacks and win Cubs tickets. That's right. Tickets to the iCubs and the Chicago Cubs were given away Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. And during the open house, take advantage of specials including 25% off hormone and weight loss evaluations, 25% off the first month of take-home injections, and a whole lot more. Stop by the open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 to 5 at New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll be there live at 4 o'clock for Jimmy B and TC. Stop on out, win Cubs tickets, Chicago Cubs and Iowa Cubs. We'll see you Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. Last year, hundreds of animals came to the ARL with urgent medical needs, and the cost to provide care and treatment for these animals exceeded $300,000. We will never turn away an animal in need, especially an animal that has suffered abuse or neglect and not only needs medical attention, but also needs to receive love and compassion. Please consider donating to the ARL's Miracle Medical Fund to help us save lives and make a difference for these animals. Donate at arl-iowa.org slash Miracle Medical Fund. Are you suffering from chronic back pain or knee pain? Do you have a spinal disorder, stenosis, rheumatoid, or osteoarthritis? Is this pain keeping you from doing even the simplest things in life? If you answered yes to these questions, you may be eligible for a pain-relieving back or knee brace absolutely free. Call 800-278-1987 right now to see if you qualify. If you're on Medicare, you could get your brace at no cost to you. We'll even handle all of your paperwork for free. Dreaming of getting outside to play with your grandkids, enjoy the fruits of your labor, or just simply want better mobility or comfort? Our professional-grade back and knee braces could be the answer to get you back out there and enjoying your life, family, and friends. Call us anytime, 800-278-1987, to see if you qualify to receive a back or knee brace at little or no cost to you. We'll also ship it to your door absolutely free. Call 800-278-1987. That's 800-278-1987. Again, 800-278-1987. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. 
Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I take you up until uh, 2 o'clock here today. Well, let's uh, take a look at the upcoming NBA draft. And as it pertains to certainly the... Uh, two locals in Tyler Cook and Lindell Wigington, and then we'll kind of branch out into the Big Ten, Big 12. Chris Montour has covered this uh, aspect of the NBA, the draft and leading up to it, for decades. I'm not dating you, am I, Chris? It's true. You've been doing this for a long time. How are you? Good. Yeah, when you start at five, you know, it makes it a little easier <laughs> to keep doing it, you know. I Yeah, I get you. Uh, you know, let, let's start with... Um, with Lindell Wigington, uh, and we get Tyler Cook, as I mentioned, in, in a second, but Lindell Wigington came out of uh, of Nova Scotia, appears at Iowa State, had a, you know, he showed spurts. I'm not sure that, um, you know, he is a true point guard. He's six foot two, which in all likelihood is where he's going to have to, you know, play at the next level. Um, he was invited to the, he was not invited to the combine. When you see Lindell Wigington and what you hear about him, what's some of the feedback that you're hearing? Well, the words are that he's gotten, you know, a decent number of teams. He's wondered, though. I remember back in the day when there weren't quite as many, like, NBA teams would even call me about guys that no one had ever heard of, you know. They just wanted to do their diligence. So some of it maybe is that because you know, when you're a freshman, especially if you're not like a big high-profile freshman, maybe teams aren't looking at you as much as maybe they would, you know, somebody maybe considered – uh, maybe a next tier guy, or maybe a guy they think will be in college for a couple of years. So obviously, teams want to do their due diligence, make sure that this isn't a player that they should know more about. So I'm not surprised to see them calling the head coaches, calling you know assistant coaches, you know calling people around the big Big Twelve, you know who played against Iowa State, and, and trying to get as much information. The fact that he's not invited to the NBA draft combine usually is a sign that more than likely you probably wouldn't be drafted. So I think again, why not get as much you know, exposure, get your name out there. Obviously, I think more teams are going to know about him now. And worst-case scenario, you come back for your sophomore year, you learn about some things maybe you need to work on to get to that professional level, and teams are going to know your name a little bit more. So I don't think it's a a bad thing, and we've seen players obviously do that and learn from, uh, you know, what they need to, <clears throat> to improve on and hopefully make themselves better players. Chris, uh, we hear a whole lot about guys uh, going out and having workouts with teams, and, you know, you, you get a workout. How, how does that work? Is it something where in order to come back to college, you have to pay for the workout, pay to, pay to get there? 
Is it usually a group of guys that is brought in, or is it just individual guys that are go through a workout? How do most of these for for the next tier, the guys we're talking about here, Lindell Wigington, Tyler Cook, guys like that, what's a workout for them normally look like? Yeah, most teams will bring in a multiple number of players, uh, usually four or eight. They'll try and bring in you know two po- you know two similar players or two to four similar players. So maybe you'll have like four power forwards, four small forwards, four guards who can work against each other, play against each other, scrimmage against each other in a light format. They don't you know push it maybe as hard as you'll see you know other times throughout the year. But they kind of chance to to know the players, will interview the players, talk to the players, maybe have the team medical staff look at him. Uh, especially players who don't go to the combine. In the combine, they do a little bit more physical uh, look at the player, you know, check out any possible injuries he's had throughout the year. If you're not invited to the combine, some of the teams will do a little bit more during those individual workouts since there's some gaps there and, and maybe knowing some of the medical stuff that you would want to know. So, obviously, you know, you, this is an important opportunity for some of the players because you're working out not only in front of the NBA scouts and general managers, but you're also working out in front of the NBA coaches and assistant coaches, to be honest, the NBA coaches, you know, typically don't have a lot of time to watch a lot of college basketball just because they're so focused on their own team. You're playing 82 NBA games. Uh, that's about three or four a week. Plus, hopefully, if you're a good team, you're playing in the postseason. So you haven't maybe seen a lot of these college players. So sometimes, good and bad, you can maybe have a great workout, and all of a sudden, you know, teams get, uh, especially coaching staff, NBA coaching staff, get maybe enamored with a player where maybe the scouts have seen that player much more, and maybe that was a, just a great workout for him, or maybe hasn't always shown it at times. So it's a good opportunity to get your name out there, like I said, and you know, you never know. Maybe if you're not a player who's going to scan the draft, you might be, at least be a player that they're going to remember that name for the future. Chris Monter is our guest. You can follow him, College BB News, at uh, College BB News. Chris, uh, let's go to Tyler Cook. Uh, he's as um, athletic as anybody Fran McCaffrey has on his roster. He's not even close. Uh, some just highlight plays. Um, what what What's the, I guess, consensus on Tyler Cook, another one who's not going to get that invite to the Combine? Uh, he will be a junior-to-be. Tyler Cook and his chances yeah again uh you're right as athletic as a big man you're going to see it especially in the big ten or in the midwest you know i think one of the knocks on him is just consistency you know doing it on a night out night out basis obviously i was a very young team this year had a kind of a disappointing record for their standards but you know he shows flashes and that's the one thing that kind of treats you you know the problem with big men his size you look at the nba there just aren't a lot of big men that are real old-fashioned big men. You know, everybody's shooting threes, and that's not an area that he necessarily has shown that he, you know, is super comfortable with, and that's something, you know, unfortunately, uh, you saw that even in the playoffs. You know, players like Hassan Whiteside, who's one of the highest played big men in the NBA, you know, the way they were playing in Philadelphia, he really wasn't on the court a lot. So you have to become a little bit more of what the NBA wants sometimes. So I think that's an area all big men who aren't really – dominant inside players are going to have to continue to improve on. But, you know, you look at the athletic ability, obviously that's intriguing. You know, a couple of areas, obviously you look at some of the numbers, you know, the turnovers are a little bit high. You'd like to see them go down as athletic as he is. He doesn't maybe block shots quite as well as you'd like to see. So, again, uh, if he's not invited to, to Chicago and he hasn't been invited as of yet, you know, I think he can maybe be an alternate uh, and maybe some players cancel. But, you know, obviously other players want to use that as an opportunity. So it's sometimes tough to get those last couple spots. Uh, to get a look-see by the NBA people. But again, I think a lot more people are going to know his name for the future. He obviously still has two years of college eligibility. Um, We never know what rule changes you can see. Maybe if if the one-and-done rule is kind of 
change, that might limit some of the players. Because to be honest, if you're a player who's a uh, older player, sometimes you see all these young players coming in, act, coming into the NBA after just one year. That's obviously going to push you down on on most draft lists. But I definitely think this is a good opportunity for both Iowa players uh, to get their name out a little bit more and hopefully increase their stock. And worst case scenario, like I said, teams are going to remember you and look at you maybe a little bit more the following season. What kind of feedback do guys like this get that that don't look to be draftable for this draft, but but do have some upside? And I think Wigginton and Cook both fall into that category. Is it strictly, hey, you need to work on this area of your game? Is it is there more that goes into it than just that? These the feedback that you get from the NBA teams. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know. Uh, Especially if you do, I think, the individual work. Because I think that's key. Because the NBA people are really getting a good chance to look at you, hopefully talk to you, maybe interview, find out a little bit more about you. So I think those are probably good opportunities to get some positive feedback, obviously. I think NBA teams, if they were honest, and I I would probably say this myself as a a fan of college basketball, unless you're going to be a high pick, you know, I would love to see most of those players come out, uh, uh, not come out and go back to school for one more year. I just think it helps the college game. And to be honest, I think it helps the player. You know, continue to develop. If you're not going to be playing in the NBA, which is your dream, you know the options are a little bit more limited. You could go overseas, but usually most teams only have two foreign, foreign-born players, two American players, and you're expected to be one of the better players. Or you could go to the developmental league, where you know even that's sometimes tough because you're not making a lot of money. And, and to be honest, you know the developmental league. If you're a coach of a developmental league, you want to develop those players, but you also want to win enough that. All of a sudden, NBA teams are going to look at you maybe as an assistant coach or maybe a future NBA coach. So as much as you're trying to develop players, you still want to win. And if you're not really ready for the the uh, the G League, you know you're maybe not going to get a chance to shine shine there as well. There's a lot of players who want to play either in the G League or overseas that are, you know are fighting for those opportunities too. So to be honest, if you're not really ready, uh, even for the NBA or for the uh, the G League or overseas, to be honest, I think you're better off to stand in school and continue to develop your game that way. What kind of pro is Jalen Brunson going to be? Uh, I think he'll be a very good player because he's got, you know, obviously he comes from an NBA background, and I think that really helps his father, you know, as a former NBA player, now an assistant coach here in Minnesota, where I'm based out of with the Minnesota Timberwolves. You know, he's been a, a predominant scorer throughout his career, one of the best players in Illinois, led his team to a state championship. Uh, of course, obviously a great success in Villanova can play uh, both spots, can really shoot the three, but can also get his teammates involved. And I think he's a player, you know, who figures he'll go very high in the draft. And Villanova, you know, they've always been kind of that guard-dominated team in the past. And Jay Wright has produced a lot of uh, guards that have made their move. You know, Kyle Lowry, Randy Foy, quite a few guards from uh, Villanova have made their way uh, onto the NBA. So I think both him and uh, Bridges, you know, have a chance to be very good NBA players. What about back in Big Ten territory, the other bridges after Michigan State, disappointing end to things uh, there. I've heard a lot of people say that they, they believe that Miles Bridges will be better as a pro than he was in college. What do you see and how his game translates to the next level? Yeah, I think he's going to be a very good NBA player. I mean, he made steps. I mean, a lot of people thought maybe he should have came out after his freshman year. I just think a lot of times, you know, certain players maybe aren't ready to make that move. And I think he thought... And to be honest, if you look at my NCAA bracket, I thought, you know, Michigan State had a very good chance of maybe winning a national championship. So I can't uh, begrudge him for, for um, staying in school for one more year. I think it did help him as a player. He played extremely well down the stretch, you know, 6'7", can play inside, very athletic, though, can do things uh, outside, of, inside and outside. So I think he's a, a very skilled player. I don't 
see him really falling much farther than you know outside the top 14, which is what the NBA draft lottery. I definitely think he goes in the lower part of that uh, top 14, just based on so many young, athletic, uh, big men. And that, I think, is one of the strengths of this draft. But I definitely think he's a player, along with uh, his uh, teammate, Jaron Jackson Jr., who figures he'd actually be a higher pick, yeah. even though he was only at Michigan State one one year. But I think those two players, you know, and Jackson, I thought, really played well down the stretch uh, for the Spartans as well. I think both of those players have a very, very good chance of being lottery picks. Uh, my last one for you, uh, Chris Montier is our guest. Uh, is, is Kanate at, uh, at West Virginia very quickly becoming one of my favorite college basketball players? I really hope that he does come back. Um, I, lo- I, just, I just love the way he just protects the rim like uh, like few others uh, and just dominated the Big 12 doing just that. What about Kanate? Well, you're right, and he has that one skill, again, of being a great defensive player, a great shot blocker. I know a lot of Minnesota fans watch him uh, play a lot because his brother played at Minnesota, who wasn't, unfortunately, as a successful player. Uh, but Kanate definitely is a rim protector, and that's one thing. You know, as much as we talk about threes and things like that, you still need great defense. I definitely think he could do that. But you're right, I definitely think here's other areas of the game that he's going to continue to improve on. And again, as we talked about a little bit before, Unfortunately, sometimes big men are becoming devalued just because the game is becoming such a three-point shooting game. Uh, but I definitely think, you know, obviously he has a skill that's very important to NBA people. Unfortunately, it's not as important maybe like when you had a Ben Wallace and other players who were just great rebounders, great shot blockers, but very limited offensively. But I definitely think he has that one skill that a lot of NBA people are going to look at. Want to finish up down in the high school ranks with you. I know you do a lot with the Minnesota players out there. And uh, a couple of guys that Iowa fans are keeping their eye on. Matthew Hurt doesn't seem realistic that he's going to make his way to Iowa with Kentucky and Duke and everybody else involved there. Uh, The latest on him, but also a point guard, Tyrell Terry. Iowa all in on DJ Carton from down in Bettendorf. But what have you seen out in Terry, a guy that picked up in Hove State offer, I know, a couple weeks back from the Gophers? Yeah, that was one of the big questions a lot of Gopher fans had was, you know, Iowa, Creighton, a lot of other schools were on him, and they seemed to be a little slower uh, to make an offer to him, but they did finally make that offer. Uh, interestingly, right after that, the his kind of main contact at Minnesota, Ben Johnson, who was a deal of South guard uh, back in the day, played at Northwestern and at Minnesota, left, and now is at Xavier. So some people mm. question what, what, if any, impact that will have. His teammate, Gabe Kauser, uh who was a senior this past year, signed with Minnesota. So I'll be there. They have some deal of South ties. So I think you know, that will be something you know that fans will watch. But obviously Iowa is one of the first big schools to really step up on him. Both of those two players, Matthew Hurt and Terry, both play for the D1 Minnesota uh, team, which I think is going to be one of the best uh, AE teams, uh, not only in the Midwest, but in the country. I think they're going to be a very good team. Got a chance to go there practice, talk to Matthew. Obviously a lot of people are interested in him in Minnesota. His older brother, Michael place for the Gophers. A lot of people always think, you know, Minnesota fans think, hey, if he's if the brother's happy, there's maybe a good chance that maybe Matthew would follow in his footsteps. But he's, you know, ranked number five in the country pretty much by everybody, ESPN, rivals, whoever you look at. Uh, and again, like you said, has a pick of any school. You know, go to Duke, Kentucky, you know, you name them, every school is on him. Uh, but, you know, Gopher fans at least feel that there's a chance that maybe, you know, he could stay at the home state school. They're, they recruited a good class of three the three best Minnesota players, except for Trey Jones, who went to Duke, they got the next three best players. So I think they feel that you know, after having a couple down years recruiting the in-state kids, they have a good class this, this coming in this year. They got recently two uh, guards who are uh, transfers who will have to sit out, but they feel that you know they can 
bounce back from a disappointing season, much like Iowa. Iowa, you know, the expectations maybe weren't quite as high as Minnesota. Minnesota was projected maybe as a top, you know, 16-type squad. I know yeah. some people even had as a sleeper, you know, Final Four team, but both teams had disappointing years. But I think the future is very bright for both of those teams, especially Iowa, if you get everybody to come back for one more year. Chris Monter, Chris, we appreciate it. We will uh, try and run you down, uh, depending upon your schedule, uh, real close, maybe draft week at some point. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it, as we always do. Thanks again, guys. Have a great day. Good to talk to you. Chris Monter checking in from the uh, Twin Cities. And uh, that D1 Minnesota team with Patrick McCaffrey now playing up there. Think he can pull a couple guys with him? That'd be nice, right? Well, and, and you got to wonder for Iowa, because DJ Carton is obviously the apple of their mm-hmm. eye. A top 30 player, home state kid. But, uh, Terry, those offers keep going up, and that's probably number two on their list. You go 0-2, does that mean Tyreek LaCour gets the phone call, the Des Moines North wow. point guard? The trickle-down effect. It huh? happens. It happens it a lot. We will talk to uh, Vinny Iyer coming up next. and do a segment on the NFL. The reason I want to reach out to Vinny, I'm, I'm disappointed. I'm not, that's not the right word. I won't lose a minute of sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but when you see guys like Ben Roethlisberger, who when he was a rookie couldn't thank the vets enough for, for taking them under the wing, right? Mm-hmm. You see him kind of being standoffish to Mason Rudolph. You see Joe Flacco in Baltimore not wanting to give Lamar Jackson the time of day. You see Tom Brady jettison Jimmy Garoppolo to San Francisco. You, true. Um, these vets... I mean, they had to at some point have a have a vet in their life that they look. We're not seeing that anymore. I mean, I get it on yeah. one hand. You know, they were drafted to take your place, but it just seems like things have changed. We'll talk to Vinny Iyer about that and other things as the Ken Miller Show rolls on. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa Chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. Hi, I'm Bob Vila. If your business needs capital to reach its potential, Cabbage can help with flexible access to a line of credit of up to $250,000. Apply online and get a quick decision. Visit Cabbage.com or call 855-CABBAGE to get $100 back when you take your first loan. That's 855-CABBAGE with a K. 
Credit lines and pricing are subject to periodic review and change. This is not a revolving account. Individual requests for capital or separate installment loans. All Cabbage business loans are issued by Celtic Bank, the Utah Chartered Industrial Bank, member FDIC. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest grill event of the year. The best time to buy a grill from our exclusive lineup of premium brands, like the latest from Weber, Traeger, and more. For the first time ever, get free assembly, free delivery, and free fuel on our top grill brands, $3.99 and up. Get the right grill delivered right to your house. Don't miss the biggest grill event of the year, happening now only at Ace. Offer valid for Ace Rewards members only. See participating store for scheduling and details. Propane tank not included. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Carrie Ann's Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards from brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. We'll talk to Andy Garman, sports director, KCCI, coming up in the uh, 1 o'clock hour. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline, East 29th in Des Moines, uh, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Let's get Vinny Iyer in here. Uh, Covers the NFL for the Sporting News, pumping out content daily at SportingNews.com for you NFL junkies such as myself that can't get enough. Vinny, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. Vinny, how are you? 
Good. How's it going, guys? Doing fine. You know, you wrote about um, uh, a piece today that uh, stuck with me. In fact, uh, Trent and I have been talking about it a little bit. It seems this year, um, in both Baltimore and certainly in Pittsburgh, and you wrote about the Roethlisberger situation today. I'm glad you did because it seems like, Vinny, you know, these quarterbacks forget what it's like to be rookies. Flacco was a rookie. Roethlisberger was a rookie. A veteran helped both of them navigate their way through their first, you know, months into year uh, into the NFL. Roethlisberger is not a fan of the Mason Rudolph pick. I mean, on one hand, I kind of get it, but on the other hand, boy, they certainly forget that uh, that there was a time that they had a vet to lean on. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because you get into a situation where these two guys have both won Super Bowls, Roethlisberger and Flacco, so they have reached the pinnacle, and I think their fan base would be the first to tell you that sometimes they get in trouble by thinking they're better than they actually are at times. And uh, there's a bit of arrogance with them in different ways. I think with uh, Roethlisberger, he's been the guy for a long time, um, and he's used to uh, getting bailed out and things happening in his favor. And now something is a little different and throws them off that they haven't really drafted a true challenger to him. They've uh, brought in different guys, but... Landry Jones and Josh Dobbs aren't those type of quarterbacks. So, but you you can't sit there and say they're not trying to help you win when they go out and get a wide receiver there, James Washington. Thinking about uh, your offensive line later in the draft as well. So, they're thinking about them a lot. They're looking for the best interest, but the Steelers' best interest comes first when you're drafting picks overall. You're not catering to one person. I think. It is a team move to think about the future and uh, put the team in good hands beyond your stay at quarterback. Vinny, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, you had a great article ranking all 32 teams, what they have in that quarterback room, the three or four guys that are that are on the roster at the top. No surprise, the defending champion Eagles with the Super mm-hmm. Bowl MVP and a guy that was maybe on his way to a regular season MVP both in that room. But I want to go towards the bottom of your list. And, and the wow moment for me as I scroll down, the Giants at number 30. No succession plan for Eli Manning. And what's left in the tank for Eli in your mind? Well, we have to see a lot from this year. Pat Shermer's coming in, different type of offense, yet another change here for Eli. That Ben McAdoo uh, cutting down his swing, so to speak, uh, the short to intermediate throws and trying to rein him in. That worked to some degree, but overall it was hard. Last year the wide receivers all got hurt, so that played a part of it. But now he's got a running game. He's got a left tackle there, Nate Solder. He's got to make some strides here because you look at this team, they should be able to run the ball better with Barkley. Their defense was pretty darn good a couple years ago, and if healthy, will be again. They are transitioning as well there to 3-4. So a lot is on Eli here. They've given him a lot of help, and uh, he's got to come through here. But last year... And the last couple of years have uh, been on the clear decline, and that's why uh, you wonder why they haven't drafted a guy that they totally feel comfortable. I think Davis Webb or Kai Weather could be that guy, but I don't think either is that guy right now. Two rookie, basically, essentially a rookie and a second-year player behind him with no experience. It's really hard to uh, trust the Giants at this point. Vinny, I want to uh, talk running backs with you. And, and Christian McCaffrey was going to be the guy uh, in, in Carolina. They don't draft him as high as they did last year. And he had, a, and he certainly had a decent uh, rookie campaign. C.J. Anderson, who's a, certainly a different running back, more certainly north-south than Christian McCaffrey, 
I think Anderson's got something left. I mean, he cracked a thousand yards last year. Um, and he signed, he was the odd man out in Denver, but it was all salary cap related there. Do you think that the Panthers, I mean, they, they can't ask Cam Newton to continue to be the leading rusher on their team, which I believe he was again last year. It's McCaffrey's spot, but what about C.J. Anderson? Do you like that move? Well, I think they needed a running back, period, here. Uh, John Stewart moving on there to the Giants, and they just needed another body back in the backfield with some experience. And you look at North Turner's offense, it's been a lot about power running and then throwing the ball down the field. So you look at the moves they made, bringing Corey Smith, the field stretcher there. you got that DJ Moore, a big play receiver in the draft. So those two right away say that's what they want to do. They want to get Cam Newton back to that, use that power running game, set up those play action deep shots. And I think they just, with McCaffrey being more of a receiving back right now, I think you need a little bit of help on early downs, a little bit of help in the red zone. And C.J. Anderson can certainly do that. I don't see him being more than a 15-carry back with McCaffrey being worked in there. But I think that's going to be a good combination for the Panthers uh, for running in uh, the passing game. Vinny, it's the offseason, which means it's the goofy season and, and there's things that pop up from time to time. A wild moment for me last night. What in God's name was Tom Brady wearing at that gala? <laughs> nice. Well, I think he can wear whatever he wants. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is—it's good to be Tom Brady, even if you lose the Super Bowl. You're still—you got a good life going on. So uh, I, I think he knows where he's at. I think he's very conscious of his image, whatever he's out. And uh, and I, I think a guy like that can pretty much afford to do anything he wants. Uh, and uh, he's always going to step out with the. Uh, right, uh, well-dressed lady as well. Uh, which quarterback will see the field first, and then ten years down the road, which quarterback will have had the most success of the guys that were drafted a couple of weeks ago, Vinny? Yeah, right now you're looking at uh, some difficulties here for any of them to start at this point. Uh, I mean, I'd say right now Josh Rosen and Sam Donald had the best chance to start and the best chance to have the longest career. I think the Third ball, I throw that is Mayfield, and uh, his situation with the Browns and Tyler Taylor is going to start right now because the Browns need some wins. They can't trust the rookie quarterback out there at first for Hugh Jackson. So I, I think Mayfield has a lot of upside, but I'm going through the steady, I feel the best about the career where it's not necessarily uh, as risky, boomer bust feel. I'm going with the Roseman Battle because they were the guys all year. You look at their profiles of the uh, quarterbacks in the past and Jared Goff, you want to look at them and compare them all coming out of the Pac-12. I think very similar type of trajectory can be there. It all really comes down to the coaching situation fit and the delicate balance of when putting them in there. And I think the Cardinals and Jets will do the right thing with those quarterbacks. Vinny, let's uh, head to your old stomping grounds collegiately. You went to Northwestern. Let's go to Chicago the Bears, uh, a lot of positive reviews on what they did, something that hasn't always been the case under Ryan Pace, their GM. Your thoughts on the Bears draft, what they were able to accumulate, and is the ascension happening in 2018? Yeah, I think mean, you look at the Giant, uh, the Bears and you start with Roquan Smith and what he can do at linebacker. Absolutely exactly what they need. A guy that can do everything in that position, really dominate there at that level. You look at the Vic Fangio's defense, you said Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman there in the past in San Francisco, that type of player you're getting that can really take your defense to a whole new level. And, you know, 
line is pretty good. They kept the guys in the secondary. And you look at the running game, and Mitchell Trubisky is really the missing piece here. Is he going to have a big jump? You figure with Matt Nagy in there, getting Allen Robinson, getting uh, Trey Burton, a lot more weapons, a legitimate passing game that all of a sudden Mitchell Trubisky is set up to really have a big year, too. And I think that's the key here. And I think it's a team that you're going to watch as a – Sleeper wildcard team in the NFC for sure. Mm, interesting. I'm with you. Uh, Vinny, last thing. Um, Matt Ryan just broke the bank. Uh, I guess Aaron Rodgers is going to be the next to have that opportunity to do so. Um, who's after that, do you think? I mean, it's a while before. Is, is maybe Russell Wilson in that category for a guy that, you know, well, you thought Ryan Rodgers got paid. Wait till fill in the blank. Yeah, it's just going to be a revolving door with the next guy up. And, I like it how there's a lot of worry about these quarterbacks signing extension. Will you sign the extension? What's going to happen? Is this going to linger over him in training camp and all that? And every single one of these guys, I think for the most part, except for Kirk Cousins, have gotten their deal and gotten way as as much as they expected. So I think you're right. It's going to continue the cycle. I think you have James Winston. He's got the, it's a critical year coming up for me. If he wants to get into that mix, Andrew Luck got into the mix of getting paid as the number one overall pick. Using Winston is coming up next. You know, it's just going to keep on going, and I'm sure as we go through drafts, uh, Carson Wentz and Jared Goff will soon be in that category as well. Good stuff. Thank you, Vinny. Appreciate it. As always, we'll talk to you down the road. All right. Thank you. Vinny Iyer, SportingNews.com, joining us on the Dr. Stephen Fuller, Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. Andy Garman's going to join us in the 1 o'clock hour. We've got a Hawkeye Swarm late in the program. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again. You've heard me talking about New Leaf Wellness. Maybe you thought about checking it out. Now's the time. Coming up on Thursday, New Leaf Wellness is having an open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 until 5. This is your chance to learn what New Leaf Wellness can do for you, including their hormone therapy and their weight loss program. You'll also be able to enjoy some healthy snacks and win Cubs tickets. That's right. Tickets to the iCubs and the Chicago Cubs were given away Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. And during the open house, take advantage of specials including 25% off hormone and weight loss evaluations, 25% off the first month of take-home injections, and a whole lot more. Stop by the open house Thursday, May 10th from 9 to 5 at New Leaf Wellness, 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. I'll be there live at 4 o'clock for Jimmy B and TC. Stop on out, win Cubs tickets, Chicago Cubs and Iowa Cubs. We'll see you Thursday at New Leaf Wellness. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Stop by today to see the many unique rings in all price ranges. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off, you know. They picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-943-7544. 800-943-7544. Optima Tax Relief. It's not easy being a mom, but Mike Chrysler Pacifica makes soccer practice a little more fun. I can binge all my shows with the available Uconnect Theater, open the stow-and-go seating to grab my hidden romance novel, or just jam out to the radio. Hey, Mom, what was that song? Huh? What song? <laughs> I, I, I didn't hear a song. <sighs> Chrysler Pacifica. It's loaded with attitude. Chrysler is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC. Is your child an animal lover? Host their birthday party at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. The birthday guests will experience a mock adoption and take home their own plush animal. There will be face painting and also a visit from cuddly animals. This two-hour birthday party will allow time for birthday cake, gift opening, and a tour of the facility. We are now accepting reservations for next month. Get more information at arl 